You're listening to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Gannell. And we are professional comedians living in Hollywood, and we have a gigantic show today. Hollywood. You know what's so great about Hollywood and the show Curtain Jerks? Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com backslash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash comedy podcast network. Could I get uh, Jenna Jameson's biography on there? I don't see why not. Okay. Could you get the uh, Game of Thrones book one, A Story of Fire and Ice? I don't see why not. Could I get a Rachel Ray cookbook? Of course. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't They don't allow you to download whiskey through your uh, <laughs> through your. Uh, hey hey But the best part is, Brett, Yeah, it's free. Fantastic. Hey, wow. Hey, I think that was really cool. That's, Dude, a, that's, that's a milestone. It is. Yeah. It's a true milestone for us. Well, guys... <laughs> What's that, Steve? Steve uh, just had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I think, burped and is crying at the same time. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, when, I got, when I got to the, uh, the, the, the network today, I just started eating chicken wings. Yeah. I found chicken wings That's and I true. started you eating did. them. And I don't know where they came from. They so. were in an unrefrigerated bag. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were not even in a box. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I think that could be construed as a conspiracy. Don't you? I do. Why? Where? How did they get in that bag? Well, I don't know, but we have our expert on conspiracies with us here today. Our first and foremost conspiracy theorist. Yes, Jesse the Body Ventura. We're going to bring him in here because there's a lot of stuff going on. He's in the news himself. Like He has trouble getting on airplanes because he has... He has uh, metal in his body, from what I understand. Maybe he's got shrapnel from he doing was, Predator. Hi, guys. Oh, hey, oh, Jesse. Hey. I was able to slip by Hogan. He was giving me a hard time trying to get in here. That was your special forces training, right? The Navy it's, SEAL? Yes, yes. I, I threw uh, uh, some dimes over into the corner. When Hogan went to go <laughs> investigate, I was able to sneak through. Oh. Hogan loves dimes. He's a he dime loves collector. Dimes. He's trying to save TNA. <laughs> wow. Well, Jesse, why was he giving you guff? Like, uh, what was going you guys on? just installed the curtain, the comedy podcast network uh, metal detector in the yeah. front lobby, and I can't get through the metal detector. That's for our DJ show. We like that chiming noise. We're using it for samples. Well, it's Hogan, not a security matter. Well, Hogan was keeping me from coming into the studios because of it. Or did he want you to take something out of yourself? Yeah, I have metal in me, guys. I was in the special services. You were a Navy SEAL. I was a SEAL. And all seals are required to have metal inserted into their bodies. That doesn't seem practical, Jesse. I'm going to well, be honest with you. You wouldn't understand Scott Narver because you are not in the military. This is true. Uh, that's Steve true. Sears knows a lot about things being inserted inside of him. Uh, this is true also. Steve, did you serve in the military? But this is only because I served in the military. Yes. <laughs> That's but not I have true. Metal I know rods. what. I should point out I did not serve in the military. However, there is plenty of mili- uh, <laughs> military metal inside of me. <laughs> well, Jesse, you appeared on Pierce Morgan saying, and uh, I was on CNN Pierce Morgan's show. You know, you could have been on our show before you were on Pierce Morgan's show talking about how you don't want to fly again. Yeah, I knew that I'd be able to do these shows. Back I mean, you to had back. to fly to do that show. Yeah. You could have just come here. I took a Greyhound bus. Oh, Are you, was it two. 68 or less? It was $68 or less, yes. And I was able to get out and stretch my legs every couple hundred miles. Pay for it times. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesse, why? So you won't fly anymore. Are, this is real. You're yeah, not- I believe that my constitutional rights are violated every time I go into an airport. 
They treat an ex-governor this way. When I go through a metal detector and it goes off, they treat me like a common criminal. In the, in the airport industry, I'm being treated like a Sears. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Are you saying that a Sears is someone who gets... You know what? This is true. I hate the airport. And I hate how people are treated at the airport. I think people that are treated poorly at airports are Searses. The because TSA. they're all proud of my family. The TSA oh. describes Searsing as having things inserted inside of you that you're not supposed to have. Well, just keep in mind, if you have to set a plane on fire, drink as much gasoline beforehand and then throw it up once you get on board. Well, Jesse, I'm sorry to hear that you won't fly anymore, but we we uh, we know that you have some other conspiracies that you, you've been brewing on that you've wanted to talk about on the show. Something that happened this hey, last... Hey, fuck you, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> Steve just got what I was trying to no, say. No, I've been stewing about it this whole time. You know what? I'm going to go to your house and insert something in you. Steve, Hopefully, I'll fly there so I can get there faster. Have you ever shook hands with a Navy SEAL before? No, I... You know what else? Shake my I don't hand, even Steve think you Sears. are an active service Navy SEAL. I've heard stories about Navy SEALs you making fun of you. You feel this bone right here, SEAL. Steve Sears? If I press on don't this bone? Don't press your bone against me. Please don't press your bone against me. <laughs> I'm pressing it, Steve Go, Sears. Go, God, he's pressing a bone against me. There you go. Well, that's what you get for going up against Jesse the Body Ventura. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yes, I tuned into Monday Night Raw. I don't know if you guys did, gentlemen. I did, yes. But there was a certain return that I think is uh, pretty tell telling about it, for what's knocker. coming up. <laughs> Sears, we will hey. gladly step out into the Comedy Podcast Network ring. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sure you have some sort of Tonto-tipped blade that we can use to fight each other. He's three times the size of you, man. He's on the other side of the table. What is he going to... There you go, Steve Sears. I ain't got time I'm enjoying this. He threw a dime in my mouth. <laughs> I always come packed with dimes. Well, Jesse... uh, are you referring to the return of Vader? Big Van Vader made his return on Monday Night Raw. What's that thing on his face called? A mask. <laughs> but it looks like it's like a leather, a leather mask. It looks like a leather yeah. mask, right? I'm well, sure you know a lot about leather masks, hey, Steve. Fuck Sears. you, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> Jesse, what is the conspiracy behind this? What what possibly could there be that that Vader is there and Heath Slater is there? Well, like, a lot what? of times uh, the older wrestlers are starting to get frustrated with the new guys for taking their gimmicks and sayings, and Heath Slater finally crossed the line when he started to deliver one of Big Van Vader's old sayings, actually the beginning part of his theme music. Mm -hmm. And Vader just couldn't take it any longer. Was he Luckily, say, he was dressed in his gear already backstage and ready to come in and wrestle. Oh, I see. So uh, He was not actually scheduled to be on the card. No, but no. he was just dressed that way to say yes. hello to everybody he so they knew who he was? shows up to most events dressed in that outfit. Wearing that leather mask? Yeah. Uh, but uh, so are there other wrestlers backstage that if you just happen to say their catchphrase, they'll come out? They will come out and they will defend their honor. They will give a Sears to whoever the young wrestler <laughs> is stealing their gimmick. Uh, Jesse, is there also a conspiracy, perhaps with these younger wrestlers, that uh, all these other guys are now on the inactive roster list? Like Alberto Del Rio got a concussion, our truth broke his foot. Is there something going on that we don't know about? Yeah, this this is a whole mastermind plan from uh, mid-card to low-card wrestler Tyler Rex. What? He's actually trying to secretly injure all the other upper card wrestlers on the roster so that he could have more TV time. Oh. So it's a ranking system based yeah. on removing other people from yeah. the ranks. If you remove people system. from the top. It's a wrecking system, if you will. Sears, you should be able to understand this. If people are removed from the top, you can insert yourself into a better position. Ah, I understand now. 
based on the earlier joke you made of things being inserted in me. I'm a governor. I'm not a comedian. That's, um, that's obviously true. Uh, continuing on this whole fact, Orton seems to be one of those people who is the biggest loss for, uh, was it Raw? <laughs> he's a SmackDown superstar. Oh, I... Uh, he's a crossover talent. It's a Raw super show. Well, come on. Is there even really a brand anymore? You're right. That's probably the first smart thing you've ever said. Well, let's leave it on that before yeah. you guys get into a heated battle of throwing dimes in each other's mouths again. All right. So, okay. Jesse, thank you so much for stopping by. No problem. I'm going to throw another fistful of dimes into the lobby <laughs> so Hogan goes to pick them up. Man, I really TNA will be guys. on TV another two weeks. <laughs> well, uh, wow, that was a great scoop from Jesse right there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, a big steaming pile of shit scoop. Did Fucking you guys loser. see all those dimes in the corner? I spent the last five minutes picking them up. <laughs> Oh, Brett, you're so frugal. Yeah. Well, Hogan asked me to collect all the change I can. Uh, do you give it to him or do you just collect it? I give it to him. No, yeah. that's good. Well, as he mentioned on Raw, yeah, Vader came back and fought a friend of the show, Heath Slater. Yeah, yeah. And what was a really cool match because he didn't just squash Heath. I thought they had a good tete-a-tete. Uh, -tete. It was great, and I was mentioning this earlier that uh, uh, Warzeka and I were at uh, the Wrestle Reunion in January, and Vader was on the card there. I think he had just been back from some sort of a medical problem or something, and uh, that was like one of his first matches he had had in back a while. Back from a medical problem. You know, it, a did medical his leather situation. mask look like bandages? Yeah, it did. <laughs> he looked like, uh, uh, what's the, Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs> when Brett said Dark Man, he made a gun motion, yeah. <laughs> like he was cocking his thumb, like he was cocking it, and then he was pulling <laughs> the trigger. Like, you, you know, know uh, Dark Man. Dark Man. But he wrestled a sort of a squash match against two local guys, and it was, oh, God, rusty, it, you know, clunky, missed a lot of uh, spots and stuff. I blame but, the indie guys. That's yeah. what I do. I do, too, because in this Raw match, him and Heath put on a really good match for a guy of his age. Yeah, you know? there's a lot of – that match, the uh, Tensai Sheamus match, I thought was a barn burner. I he, really enjoyed the I hell was, out of that. I'm getting more and more annoyed with Tensai's outfit every time he appears now because now the fucking little red Speedo is wet. And now it looks even more gross but than it before, did before. It, was, it looked constantly wet because it was vinyl. And now that it's fabric, you have an issue that it actually is wet. Before it looks it looked urine wet, soaked now. now. Yeah. If it was a tinged yellow, perhaps. I think the smaller that thing gets, the more gruesome he's going to appear, which makes him a better heel. Well, Brett, did you enjoy the wetness of the Fatal 4-Way Elimination match? I did. Yeah. yeah. No, I very much Super did. Super wet. It was. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody in the first three rows were saying. Uh, and best of luck to Dolph Ziggler. What uh, is he being fired? No, I mean, but in he's in a endeavors? he's in a uh, you know was thrust into a world championship match that I think he has no chance. Of oh, winning. that poor I mean, that poor suck. guy is going to get all oh, that man. sweet pay per view I money. Can't, yeah. I can't yeah. believe he's ballot. in the title picture. He should be all the time, and it should be written that way. It shouldn't just be oh well, he'll give Sheamus a good match, but there's no chance that the belt's going to change hands. Yeah, but Thanks, I think that's, Moses. that's exciting. Yeah. It shall be written this way. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, shall be constantly in the title picture, or perhaps on occasion will jump in when they need someone to fill in a spot. Well, we got to settle something from last week, Steve. What's that? Uh, last week, uh, we talked about the DX band, and you had said it's the same guys that did uh, the music for McMahon. I believe this to be true. And I said, no, it is not. So we got to figure this out. So I looked it up on the trusted Wikipedia site. Never a wrong fact on there. Well, when you say Wikipedia site, were you just checking the Wikipedia page for Wikipedia, or were you checking the Wikipedia page for the DX band? I was reading the Wikipedia entry on Wikipedia. Okay, good. 
Oh, and then through there, you can search for items within that se- that second subset. Yes. Uh, the the musician, the lead guy who looks like X Pac, is named Chris Warren, and Chris Warren did music for them and did the DX song and the Triple H song, right? Uh, yes, he did the My Time song, uh, but he did not perform the lead vocals for No Chance in Hell. He recorded backup vocals for it, but it was not it was not the guy. So, but he was. It was actually the- Peter Berserker. Berserker. The wrestler berserker. <laughs> Huss! Huss! <laughs> That's awesome. Which is great because he was able to expand his vocal range. From well, just hold saying, on. Does Huss. that mean that Peter Berserker then did backup vocals on those other two songs? No. They didn't swap? No, he doesn't have a Wikipedia entry, so I can't check on that. No, interesting. Man, that's the business. They just keep it behind closed doors, you know? Yeah, that's uh, that's old school. That's very old school. So Scott won, Steve nothing. Hey, what do you mean? He did backup vocals. No, nah, he didn't do the song. He if we could add that to the big board, though, we'll say yeah. Scott 498, Steve nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Well, you know, I guess I'm losing at wrestling trivia. <laughs> uh, guys, also big news was TNA Slammiversary happened this past week. Yes. And the first inductee of the TNA Hall of Fame was announced. Hmm, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jerry Jarrett. Yes, Jeff Jarrett announced that it was him and his pappy that got in. <laughs> uh, but it turns out it, it wasn't that. It's it, Well, I don't, I don't want to say because we have a, another guest in the lobby who's very upset. I hope it isn't oh. that shit-eating loser, Jesse the Body Ventura again. <laughs> All I can do is bury him now that he's gone. <laughs> it's actually the genius Lanny Poffo. Oh. oh, that's right. We were talking. We were gonna mention that uh, they were talking about putting Macho Man in the Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, yeah. The, it was speculated that, yeah. that you thought it was gonna be the Poffle family. Perhaps it'd be Macho Man that they'd be the first to get Macho Man into the Hall. I of guess Fame. we should say who it actually was, though. Who they? Because we haven't said it yet. Well, Boy, does Lanny Poffo know? I, assume, I believe he does. He's very upset. He's pacing back and forth. Okay, there. well, let's well, bring I know him. everything he says rhymes. Okay. Greeting my friends and fans, I am relieved to be back on the air. For that, I thank the curtain jerks. They are so suave and debonair. Oh, awesome. It's great to see you. So you're over at Domino's now? You used to be wearing a pizza uh, Papa John's shirt. The burning topic that all want to hear. The wrestling world shouts and makes claim. They all demand to know. Will the Poffos be in the TNA Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, that's what yeah, uh, we'd love to know. Dixie Carter had the answers. She tried to put the rumors to rest, but all along she had the name on a note hidden under her freckled left breast. Whoa, Ooh, that's graphic. That's all had thought without that's a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> the young de- the inductees would be the Puffo family. My father Angelo, my brother Randy Macho Man Savage, and of course the genius Lanny. That's me. Dixie said we would wait no longer. The answer would be revealed at Slammiversary. Two birds with one stone, I dare say. I could also paint the face of the handsome Jeff Hardy. Oh, that's good. He's he's got a drug problem. (laughs) I waited backstage in Arlington, Texas, with anticipation to walk to the stage. Dixie makes the announcement. The first inductee is Sting. Not I. Such rage! Oh, no. I was so furious and angry, I yelled out, Dixie Carter's a hag. Then thought of my friend, Randy Orton, and started to defecate in Dixie's bag. (laughs) Oh, boy. Classic move. 
I can't like a Gordon. purse or a handbag. <laughs> it was like a. <laughs> I cannot believe what has happened. The DNA Hall of Fame has a huge infection. The only cure is the family poffo. And closing, how could they pass up this massive erection? Okay, all right. All right. Thank you, Poffo. Mr. Poffo. Great. Leave those uh, double pepperonis out there. Hogan will get paid in dimes. What rhymes with pepperoni, Poffo? Cannelloni. Yeah, oh, good. Another <laughs> Italian dish. <laughs> well, guys, uh, good. so Laney's upset. Yeah, it sounds it's, like it. It's Sting. It's Sting, yeah. you guys. Sting is the first inductee in the, the TNA Hall of Fame. You know, we, it sounded like he was upset, but at the same time, I thought he took it really well. There was a there was a note of a of an admirable quality, an honor to it. Sure, except and then, for the talk we was about to mention it, his the, massive wang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the erection is when it went over the line a little bit. So, guys, what do you think? Sting being the first inductee into the prestigious. It's only prestigious at this point because they don't have Drew Carey or any other celebrities. So, to is it fuck it up? Is it only going to be one person per year? That's a good way of keeping it prestigious. I'll say. Unless next year it's Garrett Bischoff. I just imagine Sting hanging out alone in a marbled corridor <laughs> waiting for people to show up. <laughs> I, I would say it should definitely have been somebody that, uh, you know, we're going to get to this later, but I think somebody like Christian actually would have been a better uh, Than Sting? Pick. Yeah. Really? Because Christian is that guy. Christian Cage, that character, is the reason why TNA didn't go belly up, you know, I agree Three years in. I think know. that he was sort of... He was of, the first was mainstream the, wrestler. The, the crossover appeal yeah. almost. Sting yeah. got him the TV deal. Yeah. Did he? Mm-hmm. But Chris, uh, Christian is the only reason that they were a viable company, though. I think. I, I know and, that Christian was the first time you were like, whoa, I just saw this guy on WWE. Now yeah. I'm seeing him on TNA. Well, to that right. point, what about Kurt Angle? What about Raven? But, but Christian came first, and all those other guys came later, is it, what I'm saying. Yeah, it was Christian and then Kurt Angle. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, then Jeff Hardy and Hogan and all those guys came, but Christian was the first one that took a he chance was the, to come over. Uh, the wrestling Prometheus, if you will, stealing fire from. Uh, <laughs> You're about to give away the whole movie yeah, about those about aliens stealing our fire. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Uh, no, I agree. I think it, Christian yeah. would have been actually the most interesting and probably the best choice because it sort of makes the best point. And legitimately, I think that without him coming over there at the time that he did. TNA probably couldn't have competed with. But you can't, well, at the same time, you can't really yeah. have a, your Hall of Fame be based around like, hey, if this guy hadn't shown up, uh, we would have been bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> but it also he came from another company where he was really popular. Uh, <laughs> and here's your necklace, your Hall of Fame necklace. <laughs> but They're doing necklaces over there, too, <laughs> yeah. which is weird. It might have been a bad maneuver to say the first Hall of Fame guy is an active guy on another company show. So I think it's a weird thing to say your first Hall of Famer is an active old man that works for your current product. But hey, that's of all of their guys, yeah. <laughs> except for Macho Man. You know, if you're gonna do that, make it Hogan. You know, I mean, but somebody you, who's not getting in the ring. If anymore. you were gonna pick sort of like uh, your 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 prize pig, mm-hmm. then they should have done AJ Styles. So they have the guy who's sort of like, hey, this is Been our homegrown talent. Yeah, yeah. Who really did and good. like James Storm, like yeah. day one. All well, the then it would have been conspiratorial there because he's the exact Yeah, I think about that. Christopher <laughs> Daniels uh, would be uh, all over that, like stink on rice. Like Stinky Rob Well, Rice. congratulations, Sting. It's another accolade he needed over there. <laughs> but what about that crossover of Christian Cage showing up at Slammiversary while being the Intercontinental Champion at WWE? That's like the cast of NCIS showing up on House. <laughs> it, it, that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what it is. Like. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's, I have a bit of a story here for it. Uh, I think it's my front page here. <laughs> Brett's going through his journal with stickers on it. Yeah, and it's funny. I think I had uh, the rose stickers for the Christian story. Uh, that this deal was put together back when they were negotiating for Ric Flair to be uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I yeah. believe in an earlier episode, we uh, surmised that Dixie told us that it was for t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, and the King of the Ring VHS tapes. That's correct. But and I guess they might have assumed that Christian wouldn't have been back from injury yet, so he would have been able to attend. Either way, you, you got to feel pretty good if you're Christian because that means you mean as much as Ric Flair. Ooh. Oh, yeah. that's interesting that if you had uh, – if You are uh, – Ric Flair is a golden idol and Christian Cage is a bag of sand. Equal. Think about yeah. it. Yeah, that's Raiders talk right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they said while Christian, it was very cordial and he, you know, was getting along with everybody there. He did not want to be there and wanted no part of it. Well, I so. think he, I imagine for him, he probably moved on. He's in a different part in his career. But WWE yeah, strongly more. advised him to cooperate. And also wasn't, uh, there was the idea that he got a ton of shit when he went back to WWE because he's sort of. Oh, from Orton. Yeah. Really? Oh, he did get a ton of shit in, in his, his tiny little handbag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you were to shit in like a pocketbook or something, it would look like the shit was this big brown snake trying to escape from the purse because it all wouldn't right. fit all inside. All it. right. Think That's about true. it. Think of Scott Well, Price. I think uh, we should talk to somebody else about this whole thing. There's someone that was there for Slammiversary and could give us more insight on this. I think we should call up Jeff Hart. Joseph Park? <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Legal it, problems. I think we should call up Jeff Hardy on this. Oh, case. okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'll call him. Oh, it's ringing. Oh. Hello? Was that a cat? Wow. <laughs> Jeff? Oh, great. Jeff's having his cats answer the phone. <laughs> Jeff, it's the guys from Curtain Jerks. How you doing, buddy? Mittens, get away from the phone. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Hello? Jeff? Wow. Get mittens. Get out of here. I'll feed you later. Jeff, it's the guys this from Curtin. This is my tuna. I eat the tuna out of the can. I need the protein. <laughs> Jeff, it's the guys Oh, from... my God. Look at that mirror. Is your face painted at home? Yeah. Hey, guys, what's happening? Hey, Jeff. Jeff, we wanted to ask you about some stuff going on in wrestling. Uh, professional wrestling. <laughs> it's what I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> And yeah, that and watch Beavis and Butthead, apparently. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's going on? Jeff, we want to ask you about Slammiversary. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Pretty cool, huh, guys? Well, yeah. Wow. How do you feel about Sting being the first guy inducted in the TNA Hall of Fame? Oh, man, I think it's great. He's such a cool guy, and he, he's got face paint. <laughs> so you would have just supported anybody that had face paint going in? No, no, you got to pick icons like the Stinger. So, well, what about Christian? I mean, he was there, and he actually had a lot to do with the company taking off. Hey, he's a good guy. Didn't have a lot of face paint on, though, did he? Oh, so again, you're judging this just by face paint. Well, well unless you're going to count foundation, but that's not very artistic. That's like putting primer paint on and then not putting a coat on after it. Well, what about you? You you could have been the first TNA Hall of Famer. You wear face paint. You're... I don't put a primer coat on, though. I just put this right on my face. So you're saying you didn't deserve to be put in the Hall of Fame because you were sort of lazy about putting on face paint. Hey, it's not a lazy thing. I forgot where I put my primer paint. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, <laughs> clearly a face paint is a, is a measuring stick for Hall of Fame. Could I ask you your thoughts about AJ Styles and Dixie Carter fooling around? Oh, AJ, she's hot. WWE. I think it's Dixie's the one that's hot. AJ is the wrestler. AJ oh. Styles, not AJ the lady at WWE. 
Oh. Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what do you Just want? Just kidding. That last time it was me. I was pretending to be a cat. Well, let me ask you about this. Guess what my face paint looks like? Uh, a face. Of a cat. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Randy Orton has been suspended from the WWE. There's a lot of speculation. Maybe he'll be released. Do you think he'll go to TNA? Well, guys, got a bit of a scoop for you. Oh, oh wow. I think AJ Styles and Dixie Carter are hooking up. <laughs> That's <laughs> not even related to the question. And we knew, we knew that already. Some people say there's pictures floating around. Yeah, there's <laughs> pictures on television. And audio. I'm on TV. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, I don't think I don't we're going to get anything be. out of him. Uh, well, Jeff. Uh, you any... know, a lot of people think Randy Orton's cavalier about his suspension. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, do you have anything you want to say to your fans in closing? Any of the to the fourteen year old girls that might enjoy chocolate too much? Yeah, I just want to say I want to say thanks to all those beautiful freaks out there who uh, support me, and uh, don't forget to buy my single on iTunes. Uh, What's the name of it again? Tree of Woe, (laughs) but it's not like Tree of Woe from Conan the Barbarian. W O E. It's Tree of W H O A. Tree of Woe. All right. Well, we'll definitely check that out. Well, it's good to know. Thanks, Jeff. All right, just hang on. How do I turn this off? <laughs> I'll turn it off on my end. <laughs> well, it sounds like Jeff Hardy might need a lawyer soon. Which yeah. brings us to John Cena's ex-wife talking to lawyers.com. Yeah, well, yeah, her lawyer is talking to lawyers.com. Oh, he needs to hire a lawyer off Ray, lawyers.com. Her uh, lawyer is high-profile lawyer Ray Raful. R-A-F-O-O-L. That's hey, a- man, you know what we used to call that guy back in Oakland? Ray the Fool. <laughs> Ray Rafool. This is all legalese, but there are tempting- Are you sure, Your Honor? Coming from Ray Rafool. <laughs> Objection. Uh, who is this man, and why is he wearing such a bright red suit? They are- I know, Ray Rafooled you. <laughs> I'll spare you the legalese of the actual paragraph, but it Thanks. sounds to me like they're only trying- They're trying to discredit the prenup agreement. Uh, before they discredit the prenup agreement and the conversation we're about to have, who was the guy in TNA who looked like the devil and he wore a red suit? Oh, uh, uh, I'll think of it. Go on with okay, the story. Yeah. Well, as in any case, when there's an ironclad prenup and the high-profile couples get divorced. Sinister one- minister. Sinister minister. That's what, Ray, that's what your lawyer looks like. <laughs> <laughs> that's her lawyer. <laughs> Well, she's trying to get some money out of this. Thing. Well, if and trying anybody to see if she can discredit the prenup. Agreement. If anybody can dent that ironclad prenup, it's sinister, it's sinister minister. minister. Yeah, yeah. Well, best of luck to her. I'm sure John Cena's not an angel in all of this, so she deserves a couple of bucks. Oh, so he's doing his heel turn early on on Liz. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's a, it's a. Uh, I don't want to get too serious about this, guys. But Did we actually talk about it before where the, they're saying that the straw that broke the camel's back in this the, relationship was their, was, home, was their home remodeling? <laughs> yeah. The and then he slapped the, her into it. Yeah. Do you uh, think there's going to be a, a reality show, perhaps, a, the real housewives of professional wrestlers at some point, like a flair wife, uh, Hogan, you know, uh, Linda? And I'd say keep that under wraps right now because we could probably sell that to yeah. USA. Yeah. Hey, if you heard or this, sci-fi. shut up. Well, the problem is you just got to make sure they're all... Well, I'm sure they're all in the same two states, Texas and Florida, right? <laughs> yeah. We well, follow around Orton's wife, oh, Cena's yeah. ex-wife. Is Kane married? I, I'm sure you could get a couple of flair ladies Oh, uh, Big Show's wife, 
it's most of it's just oh. inside the bus all the time. <laughs> well, guys, I think it's time for jerk tweets. Jerk tweets. Jerk tweets. Every week, send us your jerk tweets. Hashtag jerk tweets to twitter.com backslash curtain jerks. And if you're flipping out on meth, send us your jerk tweaks. <laughs> I have to eat my way out of my own ass. <laughs> At made underscore 909 says. If you can put two wrestlers together to make a mega power style tag team, who would it be and what is the name? Oh, it's easy for me, guys. I got one right off the bat. I'm going to put together CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, (laughs) what are they called? Uh, Oh, I think uh, there's got a couple good names in there. Uh, brew Beatdown. Brew Beatdown. That's good. Brew Beatdown. Don't we have to use the word mega in the beginning of it? How about mega clash of ideologies? (laughs) <laughs> How about straight and sober? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, t- couple of couple of heterosexual guys <laughs> not drinking. Uh <laughs> when not drinking. <laughs> I would say uh Big Show and the Great Kali. Oh. And just call Ooh, it sloshed uh, and sober. Mega boring. <laughs> Ooh, slam. What about you, Steve? I think I, I would call those guys too tall. Too and, tall? And it'd be the letter it, two and then tall. The letter two? Yeah. Or the number two? No, the letter two. Okay. For good. the uh, language of nature, mathematics, which the alphabet <laughs> uses numbers. Okay, okay. I'd call them knee surgery. That's uh, good. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens when they jump into each other's arms at the end of batches. <laughs> uh, I would have uh, Angle and Lesnar together as a team called Onslaught, and they would just go around ruining hotel rooms, buses, and uh, their opponents in the ring. I like it. It's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Their manager would be Sinister Minister. (laughs) At MRush asks, how do you think social media changed wrestling? Hmm. To me, it's made it more fun because these guys uh, notoriously like to have a couple of drinks or possibly smoke something. And then they end up tweeting stuff that they wish that they never did before. So it's to me, it's just kind of fun because you get a little bit more sort of like insider information about the business when they shouldn't be tweeting true that's true i think there's a uh there was an interview that cm punk did with an mma website and he said with twitter it's the equivalent of having everyone has your phone number and it's essentially because you can you can kind of you call people when you tweet at them it's very accessible it's very accessible and i think there's something kind of cool about being able to interact with people online that before you couldn't they were you only got to see them at live events uh I know we've talked about this before. When Stone Cold sort of debuted, you only got to see him once a week for two or three minutes, and then you get to see him do a match, or if if that. Mm-hmm. And then even before that, with Hogan, you would see him every couple months at a pay per view, maybe. You know, you'd never see him on Saturday morning TV. Now you kind of have constant comp, uh, contact with these guys that you're like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder. And then of course you find out how many reps they're doing, or what they had for breakfast, or what music they're listening to, and it's like, oh, they're as boring as I am. Well, I think it's great for the the guys that don't get as much exposure that, yeah, they can build their own fan base this way. Oh, you, you wouldn't have a Zack Ryder if you didn't have Twitter or, you know, YouTube videos. Sure. That brings us into a new segment that we have before we move on with the Twitter thing. And that we have a special uh, new segment that's Booker T reads a Twitter rant. Oh, yes. Uh, Booker T uh, this week has, a, has uh, joined us and he will read a Scott Steiner Tweet. And they have a storied history. They had a great rivalry in WCW. Uh, WCW. Who better to read this uh, the, uh, than a Twitter Who better rant? to read these tweets? 
So here's what's the, up, guys? But we'll go with Booker, Booker T. Good. This show is still in my Fave Five. Oh, what else is in the Fave Five this week? Curtain jerk. Mm-hmm. It's plural. But all right. <laughs> Starcade. Yep. Nope. I don't think that's the show. WrestleMania. Five time. I don't know how you spell that. WrestleMania. That's my fave. An A. Oh, that's not I five. Think there's an A. <laughs> that is my fave. Sin Cara. What? Sin Cara. You're just naming wrestlers he, now. He's back. Uh, Dude, right. He just said Heat. <laughs> Sunday Night Heat. Harlem Heat. Okay. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Before we go any further. I liked Heat when it was just Heat, and then when it turned into heat that... Heat Slater. No, what? Oh, dear. And then it turned into that Are we doing word up. association? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. Uh, uh, Sunday Night Heat. Harlem. Okay, all right. Uh, WCW. Starkey. <laughs> I think I see where this is going. Curtain. Five time. Curtain jerk. Uh, sticking metal up your ass, getting seized. Yeah, <laughs> All right, that's great. A little bit Booker, of words associ- association. It so like. Here is Booker T reading Scott Steiner's tweet. <clears throat> so with the horrible ratings and reviews of his daughter, what does Hogan do? Retweets a sexual tweet because that guy asked him to? LOL, what a <laughs> fucking idiot. Need some people to tweet Hogan the most vulgar, sexually laced tweets, and let's see if the dumbass will retweet them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Booker T. Wow, maybe we can make that happen every week. I think uh, I think we could probably get that. Bye, happen. guys. Five time. All right, one more jerk tweet. Uh, we have time for at simply Neil One asks if you could be the manager for any wrestler, past or present, who would it be, and why? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, um, do a lot of people think about this in terms of how much popularity, but you also have to consider what it takes to uh, bring a superstar into the fold of mega superstardom. Well, I agree. Scott, do you have an answer for this one? I do. Uh, I would have to say the fabulous Moolah. Oh, wow. Oh. I would say fabulous Moolah because she would keep me safe. Uh, well, she certainly had longevity in the company. I don't think there's anybody tougher. So uh, she'd keep me safe, and she'd probably get me laid. She wouldn't have sex with me, but she'd force other ladies <laughs> to have sex with me. That's yeah. just one of the benefits. But of you would have to be having sex with those ladies because she wrestled back in the day of the old one-piece bathing suit. I like those one-piece hey, bathing yeah. suits. Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she's wrestling teachers, you know? That's pretty great. <laughs> I would have to say, just being selfish, that I would want to manage somebody like... Uh, Are you answering a question about you selfishly? Yeah, definitely. You son of a bitch. I'd have to say, like, George the Animal Steel or Kamala or somebody that couldn't talk on the microphone, so I would have to do all of their talking for them. Mm. So, guarantees you a job, and, uh, yeah, good. You get a lot of FaceTime. All right. I, I think I would go the hard route on this one. I think, like, Tyler Rex, somebody like that. So you can really have to... Uh... So you you'll both Rex be now. unemployed. <laughs> so you're saying him, uh, Tyler Rex now is unable to speak, and you could do it for him. Well, it's not an open challenge <laughs> by any means. I just think there's a. You heard it here, Tyler Rex. <laughs> Steve Sears is coming after you to put some in you. <laughs> hey, look, I've got a lot of great material. I got some really great jokes about airports. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, you know we could uh, spitball sometimes. We take out our legal notepads and throw them at each other. You know, something like that. No, I think. If you've got the talent that we do, Brett, I think you would be throwing it away on a on a great uh, superstar. You should go for with one of the uh, less they, popular guys oh, and bring them up. Into the oh, Tyler X is not popular, even though he hangs out with Jenny Laurinaitis. With who? John Laurinaitis. Yeah, you got so like, high there. Like <laughs> Jenny Laurinaitis. Oh yeah, his sister. <laughs> 
No, well, I think the uh, what a good manager should do it should be uplifting. It's mm-hmm. a rising and a surfing. rising tide raises all ships. <laughs> there you go. Words to live by, Steve Sears. <laughs> terrible words to live by. What rising tide raises all ships? <laughs> yeah. Of of course, the first time I heard this, I thought it meant that they were bringing all these like sunken ships to the surface filled with corpses and zombies, <laughs> and I was like, that's a terrible metaphor. But it means that a little bit of success, you can spread it around, you can help people. Do you hear that, Tyler X? Steve Sears is going to help you out. I, if you need the help, I'd be happy to help. Well, guys, uh, we we got time for one more thing. Uh, Vince McMahon, of course, showed up on Raw again this week. Yeah. Uh, he was back, and then there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of things that we've been wanting to ask him here on Curtain Jerk, so uh, I think it's just best to call him up and get to Let's these just stories, close right? close it out on Vince, yeah. All right, so uh, give him a call. Steve, you have the direct line. Oh, do I? Yeah. I couldn't, next I couldn't remember because I saw you dialing earlier. Well, I can I can do the general phone, but the red phone with the one button. It's on got it's one fucking to, button well, on it. Well, it's next to you. Well, all right. Here's the receiver. I'm handing it to you. Please put it on the little speaker thing. And together, let's press this button. All right. One, two, three. What the hell? What do you want? What else could possibly make this day any worse? Vince? H- Hello? Vince? What? What is it that you want? You are wasting my time. I, Vince, it's us. It's the Curtain Jerks it's guys. Curtain I know person. damn well who it is. What do you want? Well, we, you know, we're stockholders in the WWE Corporation. And there's just been a busy news week for WWE. We're hoping we're going to talk to you. We were bit. hoping that you'd like you'd answer some questions for us. That Fine. We- what do you want? What is it that I can answer for you? What else can I possibly do to make this day worse? Well, uh, the one thing I'd like to say is that there's uh, some heavy speculation that you are very angry angry with Randy Orton. I am very angry with Randy Orton! Well, I think that confirms it. Uh, what's the deal, Leo? Yo? It says that you're livid with him for his attitude towards his suspension. Well, no shit, Sherlock! I'm furious at him! He thinks he can just go on and be so... Lazy Daisy about the whole damn thing about him testing positive for drugs. Well, it sounds like a oh, summer vacation or something. Vince, are you on? Do we? Do you have a speakerphone? I do. I'm so mad right now. I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at your age, it's fantastic. The I kind bet of you shit that's got to be the widest in. treadmill because his shoulders are like it. <laughs> Definitely. It's as big as a bookcase. It says here that former WCW announcer Mark Madden is got all this information. That son of a bitch! He should be on this treadmill. How does uh, former WCW announcer Mark Madden have all this information? How's he getting these scoops? Because he watches a damn show and reads a damn dirt sheets. That's why, you damn idiots. Oh, the guy, he is. Oh, so he doesn't have an inside line. He's just uh, literally watching the show and going to the dirt sheet. Yeah, what do you think, that he works here? You think I'd hire some fat son of a bitch to work at uh, WWE? Ah, my pulse! (laughs) My pulse! (laughs) uh... We, we also want to talk to you. There's a big story. Uh, what are you talking about, Jeremy? He can hang up at any time. <laughs> There's a big story in the dirt sheet that you're uh, trying to get Vicky Guerrero to forfeit her lifetime deal. She's so fat. I, Everyone I, is fat. <laughs> Brodus Clay is fat. Big Show is fat. Why doesn't anybody get on the treadmill? Oh, I want Bubba Ray Dudley back. He got in shape. Yeah, this he is true. Sure he looks did. like yeah, he yeah. Bully Ray looks awesome. But he's they just named him, 
He just named a bunch of fat people. And he, he said sure he'd did. never hire Mark Men. I want all these fat people gone from the company. Oh. I only want Dolph Zigglers who are trim and cut and boyish in charm. Wow. This is true. Ziggler's uh, was great. Are well, you guys fat? Are the are all of you fat? Are you fat curtain jerks? Uh, combined, I yeah. guess you would say yes. Oh, then I don't want to talk to you anymore. Wait, right. no, uh, Vince, hold on. Uh, 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 my Vince, are you okay? Vince, why don't you step off the treadmill? Vince, no, is... I have to keep. I have to make sure that I'm never fat. Do you have the necklace with the key attached to it so that if you collapse, so the treadmill will stop? No. No, I'll just I'll just give it a stone cold stutter. It's a treadmill. How can you that's impossible? You're that's, not wearing a solid black sweatsuit right now, are you? Of course I am. No, oh. Those ones that look like you're wearing a garbage bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Lord. What is your question? <laughs> I don't want him to die on this. Well, uh, when's Stone Cold coming back? When's Stone Cold coming back? Watch this damn country show with a bunch of fat rednecks on it. Ah! Right, wait, 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 wait. Watching yeah. Redneck Island is like watching Survivor just to watch Jeff Probst. There's no fucking point. I bet you stole that joke from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hang up on him because we have one more thing we can we have to get in. Thanks, Vince. Bye. Oh, wow. Man, he is furious. He was, you were so scared you wouldn't even say anything. I wouldn't say anything. I don't want, I'm not fat and I don't want him coming after me. I'm just skin and bone. Oh, uh, man. But we very quickly, because if another week went by, we it would be, we'd be another week. to talk about it. But the uh, Steve <laughs> if another week represented went by. Curtain Jerks at a local wrestling event that it took place with a lot of former WWE and uh TNA superstars. Cashew. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch any of it. I was too busy in the bathroom inserting things into me. Oh, you should have watched the oh, show. Okay. You well, paid I for guess a ticket. We, we don't have to talk about it then. But I was just going to quickly run through the card and, and you tell us. Steve can give us a hard-hitting yeah. report. Yeah, this is but our, I heard reviews. through the stall walls. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with the undercard first. Johnny Yuma and Nick Madrid versus Pretty Peter Avalon and Sean Ricker. Most of these guys, a couple, half of them are friends of the show. Nick Madrid and Pete, pretty Peter Avalon. Do they know our names? Well, we talked to them before. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, I spilled my popcorn. Excuse me. No, there. That was a good match. Actually, I had a great time at this entire event. It was really cool. Uh, Kizarni versus Willie Mack. Awesome. Willie Mack, a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does recognize us. If we uh, don't call him Kizarni. His name is don't Sin call Bo- Willie Mac Kazarni, everybody. Yeah, don't uh, do that. But Kazarni doesn't like being called Kazarni, so everybody called him Kazarni, but his name's Sin Bodhi because he said Kazarni was a stupid idea by Vince McMahon. Oh, okay. He said that in the ring. Uh, Winter versus Candice LeRae. Oh, my God. This was such a surprise. I knew she was on the card, but when I saw her, it was a real surprise. Winter? Yeah. She's oh. gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to see her at that TNA house show. Uh, she's even, she was even better at this show. She was hypnotizing everybody. Guys, I was hypnotized. Uh, the Young Bucks versus Joey Ryan and Johnny Goodtime. This was a fucking killer match. Those mm-hmm. guys, I was not a Young Bucks fan watching them on TNA, but watching them live, they mm-hmm. fucking just kick everybody in the face. There was oh. a lot of super kicks. Oh, wow, It was wow, really, wow. really cool. Uh, Gangrel versus Eric Watts. That one sounds like it would have been pretty good. Uh, that didn't happen. It did not happen? No, it was, there oh. was a tag match between Adam with Adam Pierce and Watts versus... Uh, I'm blanking. Oh well, well, the next match it says was Chris Masters versus Adam Pierce. Oh, it was Chris Masters and um, oh, who was he tagged with? I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. But it was a great match, and whoever his tag team partner was, they did a good job. Oh, okay. All right, that's a glowing review. 
Uh, Masters was great. Like, again, when you see these people on TV, like, I'd always sort of, something didn't click with me. Seeing them live, they just fucking kill it. They do a great job. They do great work. Uh, yeah, and continue uh, all of our listeners. Oh, shit, it was to... Mac. It was Willie Mac came back out, and he tagged with uh, Chris Masters. Double they, duty. He oh. did double duty, and he, he, it was great. It was really cool. Uh, a friend of the show's John Morrison versus Austin Draven, newly signed to WWE. That was a great match. Again, uh, Morrison was more aggressive than I'd ever seen him. Like I'd I'd seen him on television. He was always sort of the kind of the goofy, cool guy yeah. who does cool moves. And this, he was like, it was offensive. Like he was. Oh doing, no! Yeah, I was offended. I was offended. <laughs> no, he was. He like, wrestled in full Nazi gear. It was cool because <laughs> it was like watching these two bulls go at it. They With were like super aggressive. We we talked briefly about this, and for whatever reason, WWE has a policy where the babyface has to lose seventy percent of the match, and then always be constantly coming back all the time. When these guys wrestle in the indies, you get to actually see them wrestle. They and, did. A, and they they started, back and, and it was awesome. It was like a, yeah. a lot of just really decimating moves, and then they cut promos on each other. And I it don't was, understand. And how that the wasn't the headlining match. First that was of all. the headlining match. But the, the, it's the and even those guys said on Wednesday that the headlining match was Chavo Guerrero versus Scorpio Sky. That was a great match, but that wasn't the headliner. They were the headliner. Okay, well then they must have changed that since Wednesday. But overall, it Among, was a fantastic. Are show. you saying that the card was subject to change? Yeah, it, that never happens. No, never. <laughs> Chavo Guerrero gave a great match with Scorpio. He gave a what? He gave a great match. Oh. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I just uh, wanted to make sure we got to he dedicated it to Eddie Guerrero. Match oh. of the night? What would you say is match of the night? Uh, my favorite match was uh, Austin Draven versus Morrison. All right. They heard it there first. Look out. It, it really all cool. of our uh, listeners, look out for Austin Draven because he was just uh, signed to a WWE contract, and he's going to be at FCW within a month or so. So he's a big guy. Six, he's, I think he's going to be yeah. cool. I think he's Covered cool. in tats. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's show. So, yeah. uh, you that know. That's sad. I am because yeah. I love this show. You're exhausted, crying, but bummed. I am. It's it's as though I've been yelling for a long, <laughs> long period of time. Outrageous. And by the way, I should have called it out. You took my Jeff Probst joke. You that son is, of a bitch. This is a, it's true. A conversation Scott and I had. We were like, "Hey, let's watch Redneck Island." And then Scott was like, "Watching Redneck Island would be like watching Survivor, waiting for Jeff Probst to come on." <laughs> that's like that's terrible. It's like I watch Wheel of Fortune for Pat Sajak. <laughs> What's the point? You yeah. watch for the money. There Unless the money sucks. Or when Vanna White was cute. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. burn. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for this week on Curtain Jerks. We got a lot of plugs here at the end. Uh, go to audible.com. Uh, Again, get that free uh, trial book. Uh, go to youtube.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Check out our videos there. Go to facebook.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Like us on there because we have a lot of funny videos and uh, pictures that we post on there. Go to twitter.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Send us your hashtag jerk tweets and uh, check out our live uh, tweets on Impact and Raw sometimes from week to week. And then also we are now on Stitcher. You can uh, listen to us there. Of course, listen to us on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Other great shows on there as well. And, of course, we're on iTunes. Rate and review the show if you hear us here on iTunes. A lot of you have been doing that recently. Thank you so much. It helps us out. But if everybody does it, it helps us out even more. So, again, uh, thank you for listening to Curtain Jerks. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brian Out. See you next week. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. 
For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.